0: Christina what's the date today it's October 3rd quit trying to fetch happen
1: (laughs) you're like a really pretty thank you so you agree you think you're really pretty are you ready
0: hey friends this is pop culture makes me jealous and I'm your host Julia and on today's show Christina Kay is here, and we are talking about the cultural phenomenon that is Mean Girls. Hey, friends. Love our show, but hate the commercials? Become a pop culture club member on Patreon for $15 a month to receive ad-free episodes with bonus content, bonus episodes, a virtual meetup to to discuss movies and television and so much more to learn more about how to become one of our Patreon pals, visit popculturemakesmejealous.com or hit the link in our show notes. Mean Girls is a 2004 American teen comedy film directed by Mark Waters and written by Tina Fey. The film stars Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Tim Meadows, Anna Gasteyer, Amy Poehler and Faye. It has been said the movie is based on a book by Rosalind Wiseman titled Queen Bees and Wannabes, which was published in 2002, which was the year I graduated high school. Ouch. Which focuses on the ways in which girls from high schools form cliques and on patterns of aggressive teen girl behavior and how to deal with them. Before we dive in, let me reintroduce you to my guest. Christina Kay has been on the show many times in season one and graciously agreed to pop in for season two. She is a California based hairstylist and photographer specializing in boudoir photos. Her philosophy, look good, feel good, can apply to every day. Christina, welcome back to the show.
1: Julia, I'm pumped to be back. And you know why I'm pumped to be back? Because you love me. Because, well, obviously. <laughs> But also, because do you know what day it is?
0: It's October 3rd. It's October
1: 3rd! That's so fetch. And this is, <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. You said, we're going to be reviewing movies and TV and pop culture's things. And I said, Mean Girls. We're going to yeah. do Mean Girls one day. I yeah. just know it. You've and been asking for it. a
0: while. And then, and then you were like, but it should probably happen on October 3rd. And I was like that's a fan right there. She knows what's up.
1: Look, it's all about marketing. Okay. If we're (laughs) going to do it, we're going to do
0: it right. Let's kick off with a summary that I found on the internet. I literally can't remember. So I can't give credit to where I found the summary and I apologize to whoever may have written it. I'm not fully plagiarizing. I will totally 100% look into my search history to find where this came from. Katie Heron is a hit with the plastics, the A-list girl click at her new school until she makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of alpha plastic, Regina George. On April 30th, 2004, Roger reviewed Mean Girls and had this to say. Mean Girls dissects high school society with a lot of observant detail, which seems surprisingly well informed. The screenplay by Saturday Night Live's Tina Fey is both a comic and a sociological achievement. Tina Fey was the first female head writer in SNL history and went on to create and star in 30 Rock, which is a personal favorite of mine. On the same day, the New York Times ran a review which observed, though narrative cohesion isn't the strength of Mean Girls, which works better from scene to scene than as a whole, the intelligence shines in its understanding of contradictions, keeping a comic distance from the emotional investment of teenagers that defined Richmond High and later the adolescent angst movies of John Hughes, Like Mr. Hughes's writing, Miss Faze combines comedic practicality and a fascination with the cruelty born of suburban privilege. Christina, I know this movie means
1: a lot to you, so let's just start with Why Do We Love Mean Girls? This portion of the show is brought to you by Tidy Revival.
0: If you find yourself stressed by clutter and want to create simple solutions that are easy to maintain, Carly Adams will teach you exactly what to do in the clutter-free home process course community. Learn the steps she uses with every client and tips to help you think like a home organizer using short, easy steps plus get personalized accountability and access to the private community for a full year. Check it all out at tidyrevival.com/pop
1: to learn more. I think I love Mean Girls mainly for the time that it came out was like it's going to sound silly but it was like the perfect time for me because I was I just finished <laughs> sounds so dumb. I just Dang felt it. I finished elementary school and was going into middle school, which felt like a big deal. Mm -hmm. But what was even worse was so like the first week of summer break, my friends called me on a group call and they were at a sleepover. I wasn't invited to and they told me they didn't want to be my friend anymore. So I spent my very first real summer because in elementary school, we didn't have summer break. We went year round. Gotcha. And in middle school is when I got my first like summer break. My first summer break, I spent alone with my mom because I didn't have friends. So I was really scared going into middle school. Eventually, like we made up whatever happened, happened. But then like Mean Girls came out and it was like I had gone through my own like really traumatic, like mean girl experience and then to see like a movie where it was like all high school based and I just was like <laughs> felt validated like oh it's okay like everyone goes through crap and then you can still come out and be okay at the end and it was just like I liked that I really liked Janice Ian ironically yeah. the most because she was just kind of like a fuck all attitude and she was just she wanted to do her own thing always and she didn't care what people thought and I just thought that was Cool. Like I wasn't that way, but I really looked up to her in that way. And then, of course, like I just thought it was a funny movie.
0: I completely identified with the Janice Ian character in the sense of like nobody understood me. And then having like the one friend, I had a couple friends though. So I can't say it was one. I was fortunate to have a couple who were like, girl, we get you. We'll be friends with you.
1: those are good friends
0: those and they're still my friends to this day I was just talking to them yesterday actually that's the best I was lucky
1: enough to have those ones too
0: yeah I think it's amazing I was literally like weeks after I found out I was pregnant this movie released I was 20 listeners (laughs) give you some context Christine and I are not the same age
1: (laughs) please don't think that I was 11 and 20 we are very different very different places in life life.
0: (laughs) And so coming into it as a 20 year old, so like my friend group wasn't like that. The hierarchy of high school society existed in the way that it did, and can't hardly wait. You had the jocks, you had the preppies, you had the sports people, or jocks are sports people, you had the nerds, you had the kids who were into anime, which apparently is cool now. And then, yeah, that flipped the switch real quick, didn't it? "Mm, Mm hmm. And so so to watch this movie, it was kind of like, is this everybody? But then at the same time, you know, we did have like those preppy girls, those A, the A crowd girls that everybody knew about. And like, I don't know if anybody was scared of them the way that they were of, of Regina George. Like G- Regina
1: George is a terrible human. Oh, for sure. Like watching this movie now, like with a lens, a different lens, it's like. I don't it's hard it's hard to like rewatch one of your absolute favorite movies in a different like lens or a grown-up lens because you don't watch it all the time I figured you just watched it all the time I mean for the most part I do I I had it on this morning and I was like but it's different like when I get ready for the podcast you're asking me questions I'm reading Uh, articles like you know like we're straight up comparing things I'm forcing you to look at it in a different way you're making me you're making me analyze the things I watch and (laughs) it's not always about it I gotta be honest yeah I I mean it kind of ruins some of the art and joy in it but (laughs) sorry (laughs) Fred but that's it no because it's also it was a different time so at that time and for my mental capacity as an 11 year old trying to understand things it was perfect for me the comedy I mean it was probably a little advanced but it was the I was a '90s kid, so like we were allowed to watch racy things like where racy. we weren't supposed to, you know. Like, I love that you just said racy things. I don't know. You were supposed—that's what my mom would say. <laughs> That's the best. I don't even know what that means. Risque. Even, risque. That's probably what she meant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe who knows? who knows? I, this time around, I kind of had some issues. Cause so it's one of the ones that I never turn off. Like if, if, if I'm flipping through the channels, cause I'm a relic and still have cable, I will probably never cut the cord. They will have to rip it out of my cold dead hands. I don't, I like, Oh, mean girls is on. Okay. I put it on. Yeah. It's, it's one of those ones that I'm always, get, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. If people haven't seen it and I'm like, okay, we're going to have a movie night. You know, You know what I mean? Like, it's not one that I'm never going to watch again. And so watching it in preparation for this one, and we'll get into this in a little bit later too, because there's some statements made in another article that we're going to reference. Where I was just like, "Hmm, I don't know if I agree with that. With that said, there are some things where I'm just like, ooh, that's not going to age well. That did not age well. Ooh, Tina Fey, that didn't age well. Yeah. And one of them is the use of the R word.
1: I caught that one
0: today. Yep. Clocked it three times. And I was like, Ooh, I thought in 2004, we were already not using that word, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I was just progressive in 2004 and dropped it out of my vocabulary to this day. I
1: cannot stand it. When people use that word, it like, it's not okay. It was, it was one of those things where I I guess probably because I was actively watching it instead of just having it on like I always do Mm because like when you have it on like you always do you just recite it you're not yeah you're not absorbing it because you've seen it so many times you don't need to pay attention correct but when you're sitting it and you're like actually actively watching it now with a you know where we are in today's society lens I was like (laughs) oh there some things that we can't say no more like, yeah at an age well or like things that like I once probably laughed at that I'm like okay that's not as funny as <laughs> like, that's right right Tina makes like a- an uncomfortable thing because it's it's like one of those things where it shows that you've grown as a person yeah. if it, you know but it also is one of those things where if we go back and watch literally anything from mm-hmm. before 2020 mm-hmm. no offense but it's true like
0: yeah we're there's a lot of stuff a lot of
1: problems and so it's like you almost have to take it with a grain of salt like in a way like okay we're gonna find problems with all of these so are we gonna sit here and pick out everything that's bad or can we focus on some of the like okay this is what they were trying to do yeah. type of thing
0: yes and I think when you have become canon in the way that Mean Girls has become canon it is still a problem Yes. Because like in, two th- like I said, in 2004, I had removed it from my vocabulary. So I assumed in my tiny ass town of Modesto that that was normal, but apparently it's not because you have a New York based writer chucking it in there three times.
1: I think t- there was, I mean, a couple of different stuff that came up, you know, like when, what is it? When Janice is Janice Ian's line about, um, damien being too gay to function oh uh and then later on when she goes it's only okay when i say that yeah that that line specifically it's only okay when i say that i feel like sums up the like early 2000s to mid 2000s when Mm. i guess everyone was starting to realize like hey maybe we shouldn't make these jokes but we still try to pass them off as jokes so what we did was go only i'm allowed to say that because i'm their friend and i've heard all the you know the hurt first to be yeah. able to earn that in a way yeah so it's like, like you
0: can't talk shit about my mom but i can talk shit about my mom yes
1: mm-hmm. i feel like that's right before we're getting to the now times like where everyone's really aware of what they're saying mm-hmm. that's kind of what we would do like that's i would say what the progressive slowly jump was right there is yeah. turning those like that's how you called it out was a joke like you call yeah. out people in a joke because that's how it was okay to be progressive because it's now not intense just... it's not uncomfortable you're yes. like laughing about it i get you i understand where so you're going. i think like i'm not trying to say like it's it's okay to just appease whatever happened then. Yeah, what yeah, i'm yeah. saying is like you have to realize that at that time that was being progressive was calling it out and someone else calling it out in a joke going like not okay and yeah that's, I feel like a lot of the movies because I've been watching like I don't know Amazon Prime's had a lot of like 2000 early 2000 hit movies on there so oh I've man been watching them the early 2000s them, like <laughs> cringe city why did I like how did we feel like the female male dynamic in movies, I'm like, I can't handle this. Listen, okay, this man's irritating.
0: So much, so many things are just not okay. And no. there's so many reasons why us older millennials are hella fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and pop culture is one of those reasons
1: for sure. Because we literally w- witnessed the switch to on the screens. It's like all the stuff that we in- used to enjoy, we're no longer enjoying. And you're like, now my nostalgia is not fun, <laughs> right? how dare you my
0: nostalgia (laughs) right maybe regina george was saying that was the maybe that was tina fey's commentary on the statement because regina george is an awful person and she's literally the only character who's using it so maybe that was part maybe that was her having that was her commentary like this is a terrible person using this term but no one else in the movie is using it yeah i don't know tina fey's done stuff that's really funny and then like
1: it doesn't always land well so it's just kind of one of those things where just like I think they comedians in general or comedy writers, they do that where like they really push the envelope and it might be coming from a good place in their heart, but it yeah. doesn't come across for the audience as that like whatever they were going for. And it's Or it's only
0: for a very specific audience and it leaves out a population of people because her whole cake yeah. message on SNL, she came back and like was eating a cake and had this whole monologue. It was funny, but then when you kind of get more into it, the black community had a hard time. Black women had a hard time with that speech. And they're I think that they're completely justified in that. But that is a digression. And for those of you listening, if you want to learn more, go and Google that. I don't I know what say, to say. I don't like, know what
1: that I Dina don't know Faye what that is. Cake but I'll go. SNL.
0: I don't know if that's what you should Google, but that's what I would Google. I like a movie. lot of things might pop up. I know, right? Shit. Be careful. Be careful. Be Googling. careful where you Google that. <laughs> where you Google that. The Guardian ran an article in 2018 with the headline, Fetch Happens, Why Mean Girls is the perfect teen movie. And they had this to say, at the beginning of the film, Katie, who was previously homeschooled in Africa, is presented with the cafeteria's strict social hierarchy. I think talk. you mean Cady? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Because it's the beginning <laughs> of the movie, so she's catty. She's not Katie yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to continue now.
1: I'm sorry. I had to make the joke.
0: (laughs) I think I'm here for it. Varsity jocks, unfriendly black hotties, girls who eat their feelings, girls who don't eat anything and the plastics, the coolest girls in school. It plays into that feeling everyone has at school that they're either that they either are cool or that they wish they could be. But soon after you leave school, you realize that everyone sucked their clothes, their affections, their terrible taste in music. The belief that you and your friends are the first people to do anything you're doing. It doesn't make any difference whether you were popular or not. School kids are probably the lamest demographic ever. The Guardian's hypothesis of this movie being the perfect teen movie is supported by this statement. The journey, Katie, because now she's Katie because she's been on her journey, goes on is not transformic. she doesn't end up cooler than she was rather it's a realization that everyone sucks the same the writer goes on to say that this movie has the perfect ending with regina george becoming a lacrosse player janice ian coupling up with kevin g and katie heron didn't just find her place she's realized the entire regimented structure of high school doesn't matter and what is coming of age if not the realization that everything you thought mattered six months ago is actually nonsense so
1: do we agree is this the perfect teen movie
0: i already know my answer
1: tell me yours first no
0: it's not i don't think it is
1: I don't think it is either, but I'm still like, proceed, why? I have
0: to tell you why, I guess that yeah. makes sense. I yeah. find that when you have a film that centers around this concept that there is um, high school hierarchy, and while I do appreciate the way that Tina Fey highlights the hierarchy and calls it out and sort of mocks it, that wasn't my high school experience. So I think a perfect teen movie represents... A majority of high school experience, and I don't know if this is—is is this majority high school experience? I know you shared that story earlier. Two, I think a perfect teen movie is going to age well. Like we just watched, and this is my bias because again, I was fourteen in nineteen ninety nine. Ten things I hate about you. That that holds up. Yeah. Can't hardly wait. I was a little worried. Showed it to my teen was a little worried, actually kind of holds up a little bit. There's some, there's some like gross stuff, but for the most part, we didn't have a, it, it kind of, maybe, and now I miss, maybe I'm misremembering. And now I'm panicking a little bit about saying it holds up.
1: <laughs> You're fine.
0: But 100% in 10 things I hate about you it holds up to this day, 22 years later. It's also based on a Shakespeare play so maybe
1: that's why. But don't get me started on Shakespeare. Your turn. Go ahead. <laughs> I I would agree that it's not the perfect teen movie because it is not at all like I don't think most high schools are like that. I don't think mo- I mean our high school definitely had cliques. I'm not going to say that it didn't, but I would say a lot of our like quote cliques intermingled within other like clicks Same so with ours. Like, we got invited to jog parties all the time yeah. until
0: it well actually I can't tell you why <laughs> Until
1: I don't yeah I don't think like I think it was a little bit too intense on the click part but I don't know if that was just part of like the dramatics of a like a movies mm-hmm. you know like movies in general tend to heighten things so it's like yeah in general you can go to a high school and see clicks but they're not that like Intense. intense yeah it was but so then at intense at the same time like I did appreciate how when they at the end of the movie and they show like everyone in their next year it shows them all basically like changed mm-hmm. but not different people if that makes any sense they were able and to I find their
0: avenue that worked better for them
1: definitely but I also think that that's just like a really good That right there showed more about high school than anything was the Mm -hmm. fact that you can have one whole insane year and the next year you'll come back and it can be a very different experience. Totally. Because I think all four years of high school, you are changing, you're changing a ton and not much at all. You, you find new things constantly that you want to get interested in or new people, you tap you, into
0: shit that you don't really know if you're into, yeah, but you just trying like, it on for size to see if it you're fits. just
1: giving. Yeah, you're like, well, those people are doing it, and that looks fun, so like, yeah. I'll, I'll try it out. Like, it's a lot of trial and error in high yeah. school, so I think it did show that a lot. Mm-hmm. um But yeah, I don't think it's, it's just the, so clickish. It's so hierarchical. I, I don't think it'd be the perfect teen movie. I would say it's like if you want to put it in a like a perfect category, like it's just like a perfect like. Catch-all movie for I would say specifically girls. Like, okay, it more showcases like the range of different girls you're gonna come across mm. in your life than like anything. that scene
0: where she first meets Katie. Katie first meets the Plastics, and Regina's like, "Oh, I love your bracelet," and she's like, "Oh, thank you. It's whatever." And then fast forward 45 minutes, and Regina's like, "Oh, I love your skirt." To that girl, and she's
1: like, oh, "Yes, it's
0: my mom." And Regina's like, "Oh, vintage." And then she's like, "That's the ugliest effing skirt I've
1: ever seen." <laughs> Yep. That's like it. And you see Katie. We've all been in that situation. Yeah. And you learn, like, that's how you learn in high school about people. And that's how you learn about like social cues. Like, I'm convinced that teenagers are just like second phase toddlers. (laughs) They're learning by modeling all of the things adults do, but they still need a bunch of guidance and help. Which yeah, is basically what toddlers do. Yeah. That's what toddlers do out yeah. of babyhood before they're like kids. Yeah. That's what I think teens are.
0: I agree to an extent. I have met some children in in, in my child's career school career where I'm like, that's a sociopath. And my my mother, who's a therapist, will say, they're they're not no because they're still only 10 we can't call them that and I'm like you know give it time Mm -hmm. but for the most part I do think that we're you know as teenagers we're all still trying to figure out who we are and where we fall and where we fit and then when we don't have the freedom to do that then we kind of can get potentially boxed into shit that doesn't fit for us and then we're just miserable the rest of our lives (laughs)
1: it happens uh very often but that's yeah. enough tropes in movies how many times have you heard i want to live my life dad not yours right in a movie? right we're always just teaching the same lessons stop trying re- to control your kids
0: <laughs> listen being obsessed with movies and television forever and now i'm in the phase of life from the parent and this whole parents just don't understand shit i'm just like haven't we evolved past that? I'm pretty sure millennials kind of like moved a little bit forward in this sense. My son is shaking like, his head now as he's like my- walking by, but I, I, you know, like some of this stuff that comes out, I don't, I don't know. I okay, think you're maybe because I to not
1: think you're cool, but I will listen. say like,
0: not to sound like Amy Bowler right now, but I have the actual cool mom in
1: that group. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you for sure i'm just saying like,
0: <laughs> like like
1: he's gonna it might take him 10 years but he's gonna go back and go yeah my mom was the coolest at this time he can't admit he it
0: de- he no he does sometimes he's not on something. camera
1: right now okay well, no, don't he walked, don't force him to do that
0: i'm not going to but he has told me he's like especially when he got into high school he's like mom you know what i realized it's like what and he's like you're actually kind of cool it's like yeah because you made friends with people whose parents fucking suck
1: <laughs> oh that doesn't help
0: and then, and then he'll tell me stuff about his friends. And I'm just like, uh. Well, if you guys ever want to hang out at the house, just let me know. And now it's like only people who are vaccinated are allowed to. Be.
1: <laughs> Boundaries are good as long as you're yeah. doing what you need.
0: I mean, you know, I'm very paranoid about communicable diseases in general. So, I feel like whenever people give me shit, I'm just like, remember what I do for a hobby, and they're like. Have you told, yeah, I follow STD statistics. So why wouldn't you think I'm panicking about something that you could breathe on me to give me <laughs> the other
1: way you have to um, stick need- something in me to give it to me. <laughs> How many people are you letting breathe on you? More none. Of my none. Concern. None.
0: Never. None. Because somebody I mean, coughed. I'm just somebody... saying I'm not.
1: I'm not quite on your end of the spectrum, but no one's getting near me enough to do any of
0: those. I'm over. I admit I'm overwhelmingly paranoid about proximity to people. Prior to the pandemic, like that's always been true. My that's dear friend true Sarah. Statement. Yes, it's like you've known me long enough. Like my dear friend Sarah can corroborate as well. If we need references, if you need more <laughs> references than Christina.
1: Live just, your paranoid life.
0: I do. I mean, you know, what? I actually do live a pretty decent life for being as fucking paranoid as I am about shit. I mean, also because YOLO. I know nobody <laughs> says that.
1: I know that's not cool to say it. Like how you just got done on a rant being a cool mom and then you went straight into, <laughs> into how paranoid you are and then saying YOLO. Tell me again how cool you are.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why we need therapy in this house, Christina. <laughs> I'm actually chalking it up now because to the fact that I haven't had the opportunity to learn who I am, not in the community that I lived, if that makes sense. Like, you know, when you like, when people move away, they like are in a different environment. So they get to learn more about themselves that they maybe Mm -hmm. didn't get to learn here. Cause here in your hometown, you have people telling you who you are and what you should be when you move away. That doesn't happen right away necessarily like in the instance with Katie Heron, she's her world in Africa was so different. The tight, like this culture of high school, she didn't even have primary school to prepare her, right? And so in the very beginning of the movie, she's very sweet and innocent and 100% gun-ho about the mathletes, Love you know? And then ev- and then everybody in everybody's- like, don't join the same in every, every country, country,
1: Julia.
0: <laughs> But then and, everyone's like, don't join the athletes. Like Janice.
1: It's social suicide. It's
0: social. They all say the same thing. Don't join the athletes. It's social suicide. Janice didn't
1: say anything. She didn't care. It yeah, was Damien. It was oh, Damien. Oh, was it Damian? Okay. Yeah. The Janice, point is, didn't, is that Janice didn't give two shits <laughs> as long as she was there at her art show. And she couldn't do that.
0: She couldn't even do that because she went rogue. That's what happened. you a create bad a monster. friend,
1: Katie Harry. You're a mean girl. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's katie yeah i'm gonna call you (laughs) caddy
0: you know that Uh, actress went on and was on a couple episodes of the new girl yeah yeah Who's the attorney that dated Um,
1: nick why was that so hard uh, to remember you scared me you looked over like you were looking at your son and then you looked at me panicked and i'm like what's wrong
0: no he's taking a bath he's soaking his body he recently discovered the gym so you know now i'm a This portion of the episode is brought to you by Pleasant Creative Company. Have you ever experienced analysis paralysis when trying to craft your business's brand? A new kind of brand kit that takes the decision-making off your plate and delivers both strategy and a high-quality visual identity. The brand kit is designed to make branding your biz easy by taking out as many of the agonizing decisions as possible. Here's how it works. You start by taking the archetype brand quiz, which Kelly wrote to be reminiscent of those old 17 magazine quizzes. You remember those, right? Once you finish the quiz, you'll get a link to your suggested archetypes brand kit. This kit contains all the elements you need for a solid brand that reflects your brand's personality. No more poring over color swatches or trying to find just the right font. If you're ready to get yours, visit pleasantcreative.co today. When you join our Patreon community, you get access to all episodes, bonus content, invitations to our monthly happy hour, and a weekly drop in hangout session that feels more like hanging out at a coffee shop. The cost is only $15 a month. When you join, we'll even give you a shout out in one of our episodes. When we hit 100 members, there may even be a book club involved too for us book nerds. Don't wait, join us, become a pop culture club member today. As I mentioned earlier, mean girls is a cultural phenomenon with the people with people quoting stop trying to make fetch happen or celebrating October 3rd or my personal favorite on Wednesdays. We wear pink resulting in people literally everywhere wearing pink on Wednesdays. The hashtag on Instagram alone has hundreds of thousands of posts attached 15 years after Mean Girls hit the big screen, Hello Giggles contributor Janelle Levy gave us this reflection, but prior to Mean Girls, a lot of teen movies relied on the idea that teen girl villains and teen girl characters in general are vapid and solely concerned with superficial things. The genius of Mean Girls lies not only in how it addresses larger social issues, but for its unwavering stance that teen girls are hyper aware of the gender norms and cultural pressures informing their worlds is the social hierarchy of high school hierarchy just practice for the real world and is mean girls giving us the tools we need to break this structure down
1: sometimes you ask me such fancy questions it takes me a minute to process i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't
0: apologize because I love what she had to say. The genius of mean girls lies not only in how it addresses larger social issues, but for its unwavering stance that teen girls are hyper aware of the gender norms and cultural pressures informing the world. Holy shit. Nailed it. Yeah. Like, yeah, we knew. I, feel, I don't know any woman who didn't know where they fit and how they ha- were supposed to make themselves either small or invisible, or my personal favorite, which I fucking hate, policing us for what we wear because apparently men can't control themselves if I wear a tank top.
1: Shoulders are dangerous. Shoulders Julia. are so dangerous. Like, Have you seen a collarbone you? lately? Collarbones. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the sexual appeal of a collarbone. So I
0: actually once was commented on how beautiful my collarbones were. This was also like 20
1: years ago, so was, a, was it. this when we complimented women based on how thin they were
0: yeah yeah because uh-huh because they were
1: talking 2002 and we're
0: you know that was low-rise jeans were it and you could only wear low-rise jeans if you didn't have hips and an ass and I had both so that was a really hard phase of life
1: I, yeah same <laughs> didn't work out for me well anyone that tries to bring back low-rise jeans can walk right back out my door you're not just, invited here
0: yeah it's just cruel excuse me excuse me ma'am excuse me sir have you seen the size of my butt that's not gonna that's not gonna work because I-
1: low rise jeans weren't even cute on people like that they were made for like the there's no time where you want to borderline see someone's crotch. Like, are we going to see it if they bend over or, or if the, they stretch up or something? The Top
0: like, of my booty is not for you to see or my. Thong. You don't need to
1: see my underwear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Remember the whale strap that used to yeah, be popping. That was
0: so popular mm-hmm. and I fucking hated every, I'm, it I'm, was, I said this before and I'm going to say it again. And I'm going to die on this hill. The early aughts were a terrible
1: time for fashion. I want a fucking redo. If you just can go back and look at the people on the red carpet, even they look like they were not having a good time. Like we got <laughs> we got um, Canadian tuxedos up the ying yang. Oh We've my got, god, you're like, just a so Canadian. many layers. Yeah. So many layers. Like why did we need four tank tops and they got progressively longer? Yeah. All of the lo- everything was long. Like yeah. long jewelry. Yeah. Long, like, <laughs> goodness gracious I the lacy
0: bottom of the tank top for its little yes
1: flare. so I mean, that yeah flare. every and then you'd wash it and dry it once and it'd get ruined on something or shrink so, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh god or I remember distinctly once wearing a black t-shirt and then having a silver lacy glitter tank top over and then my long necklaces because that at one point wearing a tank top over a t-shirt was yeah. a look
0: yes yes
1: it was and the random ties why did we wear ties
0: I don't know again skinny I'm, ties I'm telling you it was a cruel cruel time for fashion and now I need you to answer my question
1: I think it did I think it does cause- I think yes sorry I thought we answered that I do think that <laughs> I, think I just that- let us down a rant of
0: 2000 like fashion Poor Christina's like why do I keep agreeing to come on this show
1: <laughs> it just gets distracted it's fun for my adhd because i'm i go with it and then yeah. i'm like wait oh hold on we had a process we
0: gotta get back we gotta get <laughs> we gotta gotta back. Come, reel it in doesn't um, help that i'm having a vodka spritzer
1: well i'll cheers to that with my water yeah i think it's true i think in high school or high school age girls that's when you get the bulk of your like i'm gonna call it unsolicited programming
0: yeah I like that and not that I support it but I like I don't the way support you phr- it I, I like the way you phrased it because there's a lot of stuff that I cut you off I'm sorry
1: no I it's just a lot of stuff either like movies or pop culture or what you see on the tv of like just the women that you're going to be turning into right after high school do like you're getting a lot of false like energy thinking that you need to be this way or look this way or act this way or you need to fit into this bubble or this bubble or you're not allowed to expand your horizons from this group or this group like I think teen girls notice that in high school and they start adapting and like you said either shrinking or molding themselves to fit where they think that they will do the best or what's even more sad where they think they're going to outshine everyone else the best and i hope that like with gen z like times are changing like now we're showcasing how everyone's differences make them better versus mm-hmm. how like one person can be the we kind of had like a total talent like a totalitarian like vibe going on with like high school movies where it's like one person was the end all be all of like mm-hmm. popularity and it's like mm-hmm. I've never, I've never experienced that in school. Like, I guess there every once in a while you would think somebody was super popular in class, but then you can ask someone else, and they would think somebody else was the popular one.
0: When I went to my ten year high school reunion, I, I honestly like, I had a very strong friend group in high school. And some of like the guys still all hang out. Well, I don't know if they still all hang out, but I know that we're all connected. Like everyone's still kind of connected in a similar way. And because I never left Modesto, there are people I went to high school with who literally have no idea who the other person I still talk to from high school is because they've done so much in their life that they're like, oh, that was 20 years ago. I don't remember that person, but they're still very important. Like both of these people are still very important to me, but neither of one of them remembers who the other is because of that. When I went to my, and I just, you know, I thought, oh, I hung out with like a normal group. Like we hung out in the D wing and we were just, you know, different people. We listened to punk rock music, whatever, go to my high school reunion. And this girl comes up to me she married somebody we went to high school with. She also, we all went to high school together. Her husband's a grade ahead of us, which I always think is really funny because I don't think they dated in high school. It doesn't matter. I'm standing awkwardly in the bar with my drink because I just finished talking to somebody and she walks up to me and she's like, I just have to tell you, you were so beautiful in high school. Girl, I wore men's Dickies, we called them wife beaters at the time. Don't mm-hmm. call them that now. They're A-shirts from Hanes. You know, we had we cut we did crazy ass shit to our hair. <laughs> junior years when I tweezed my eyebrows so skinny that they're still recovering. Like there's parts of them that still won't fill in even no matter how long I don't tweeze or groom. (laughs) And she just was gushing. And I'm over here like, how could you even tell? Like, remember when my hair, (laughs) remember when I shaved my head? Remember when I bleached my hair so blonde, it was like rubber bands on my head. Like what? Oh my! And just like the style wasn't like of the era. Like we went through a punk phase and then, um, Stacy and I went through like, this rockabilly phase and she was just gushing. And I'm, tr- I'm sitting there. I'm like, I remember her, but I have to work really hard to remember her. Cause we weren't in the same group. And then, and I had worn this beautiful green dress. It was like a Kelly green and it, and I was very tan cause I was swimming a lot that summer because swimming keeps my mental health going. And that's probably why I'm where I'm at in life right now. Um, Cause I haven't done swimming. And I mean, I looked good. I was fit. I was like I looked hot like oh my god the Julian High School would not have recognized this woman that I <laughs> walked in being and she, and you're so beautiful now and I just thought you were so cool and just gush
1: gush gush and I'm like what is happening isn't it so weird when like nothing weirds me out more than when people remember me and I don't know who they are so
0: like 90% of the high school I went like and am people like I 90% of my high school I but then we I also call like I remember people
1: that don't know me like there's people I definitely remember like very distinctly but they could I bet if I saw them on the street they would not know two birds to the wind who I was like oh. just look at me and see nothing but then at the same time like one of the girls I just did like look at you would see for, nothing they'd look at you and be like who's that beautiful woman but I'm saying like they wouldn't recognize me from high school like oh that's you know, like they wouldn't know me, but yeah. there's the one of the girls I just did pictures for. She came over and she's like, yeah, I remember you in high school. You had like the prettiest, like curls all the time. And I was like, you went to my high school. <laughs> what? And she's like, yeah, I was a grade under you. I always hung out with like this person, this person. She's like, I always saw you and I thought you were so pretty. And I'm like, thank you. But like, I didn't know people know like and yes. I didn't notice you know that's like yeah. the, so that's why it's like funny like Taylor and I we went to high school together did we date in high school no but all the time we'll be like you remember this person he'll be like no I'm like what we went to high school with them, and then he'll do the same thing to me he'll be like hey you know that person and I'll be like who he's like they was in our grade no nothing have what? you had a high school
0: reunion yet
1: No it should have been this year but I didn't hear anything about it. You know what I would love to see? Mean Girls High School Reunion. Oh my god didn't I want to say like a couple months ago Rachel McAdams and like Tina Fey and like one other cast member had agreed like they would there was an article where they had asked like if there was going to be another one like would they want the same cast? And Rachel McAdams said she would love to reprise her like role as, Rachel, as Regina George? George. And I'm like, because that's can get some suburban moms in this.
0: Yes, because think about it. In 2024, it'll be 20 years since Mean Girls released. So hi, Mean Girls, 20-year high school reunion. Like, who wouldn't want to know what happened to Regina George 20 years lady, later? Or Katie Heron? Is Janice Ian a famous artist now? Is what Aaron happened- Samuels
1: gay now? I mean he is in real life so real
0: life and i fucking love him do you follow him I on know. instagram
1: he's the best jonathan well, i don't know his last name jonathan I something I, bennett I, he's, jonathan something starts yeah, the b i think bennett might I think. be it anyway, we'll, no that's we'll lisa go- bennett we'll google
0: we'll, we'll ask the IMDb. aaron samuels yeah. aaron he was so dreamy and my pregnant ass had a fucking crush on him
1: The The music that plays when he turns around, (laughs) and he's just
0: such a good guy. Gets sucked into. He's not Shane Omen. I think they're heading for the
1: projection room above the (laughs) auditorium. (laughs) Listen, Taylor Zimmerman, two for you. (laughs) <laughs> Glen Coco. fall for you. Glen you go, Coco. Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. <laughs> and none Katty for Heron. Gretchen Wieners. Do we have a Catty Heron in here? It's pronounced like Katie. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and none from? for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. Who is that from? Thanks for being such a great friend. Love, Regina. <laughs> Oh, uh, and then her rant. Oh, my friend used to be able to do the whole monologue, the Caesar, Caesar. the Caesar uh, rant. Brutus is just smart as Caesar. Brutus, Brutus is, is totally just, just, just a cute as you as Caesar. Ever. People totally love Brutus just as much as they love Caesar. And when did it become okay for one person to be the boss of everybody? That's not what Rome's about. You <laughs> totally just stabbed Caesar. <laughs> Richard haters hey. had cracked. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, friends. Have you watched Mean Girls yet? <laughs> because otherwise this might if not, not be we fun just for you. It. We have all the most important lines already said. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just wish we could go back to middle school and we could bake a cake full of rainbows <laughs> and butter. She doesn't, she even, go doesn't even go here. She doesn't go here. Do you even go to this school? I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> That's a mood. <laughs> Me and you both, girl.
0: Same, babe. Same. <laughs> How I am many sad other that- quotes can I get out? I, I know, know. I am sad that October 3rd is a Sunday because a couple years ago it was on a Wednesday. And it was just like, oh my God, the Mecca. The coming is happening. <laughs> I have a story for you
1: before we go. Okay. So I used to have a shirt that said, whatever, I'm getting cheese fries.
0: Yes. That's such a great scene. I'm only trying to eat. Things that have 40% whatever, whatever I'm getting, carbs yeah. or something. I'm getting more um, carbs. Whatever I'm
1: getting cheese fries. Butter a carb. Yes. <laughs> so I had a shirt that said whatever. I'm getting cheese fries. And I was in my like college earth science class and I was wearing it. And we had just got out of like lab for the day. And I had, like, a really cool teacher. He was, like, he was always really interactive with his students. He would always, like, call us out by name. So it wasn't weird. However, at the very end of class, he goes, Christina. And I'm all, what? And he's like, your shirt's awesome. Which made everyone, everyone turn around and look at me. He's all, I also love cheese fries. He didn't get the reference. (laughs) (laughs) He just thought I was wearing a shirt that said, whatever. I'm getting cheese fries. Like, that's all I need in my life, which... I would wear a shirt like that for sure yeah but everyone looked at me and the 19 year old Christina could not handle that kind of like attention Mm -hmm. and it was the most like horrifying thing And I was just like (laughs) stop looking at me (laughs) it was like afternoon like it was hot in the class so now I'm extra sweaty (laughs) nobody wants that nobody wants that I mean I love him for like liking the shirt but it was just the most awkward <laughs> but it proves
0: though that like there's this reach too right like we've talked i was it you that i talked about this before you know there's stuff that people put on t-shirts that people are like okay <laughs> right like shopping is my cardio <laughs> that my understanding because i've seen that episode a bajillion times originated on sex in the city but like do people know that no they just think I it's funny they just think it's funny and they post about it because maybe they shop a lot and it's their cardio right like it's and so it's like the same thing whatever i'm getting cheese fries if you know you know but if you don't know about
1: those cheese fries
0: hey it's getting from the right place cheese fries are hella good dude cheese fries sound so good right
1: now i can't afford to
0: send you money to get cheese fries no
1: no i just I had In and Out for dinner. And oh, like, I'm so jealous. We've been talking about it for—I'm not kidding you—for like a month. It's been like you want to go to In and Out, but every time we pass by, the line—the line's like,
0: wicked long. It's
1: stupid. It's not even like worth it. You're like, we will be sitting there. No, they move pretty like, quick. Heating traffic, like the times that we've, like yeah, where it's out through. Listen, they do, but yeah, like, I've done it. I've been in that line, in. but they move quick. But we haven't Speaking done it yet. Of what?
0: The In-N-Out is apparently where it's at for high school kids in this town to
1: hang out. I believe that. Did that you guys have- a the hangout spot um, when- I remember going to In-N-Out like three times a week in high school. Oh my school. God. I would eat dinner before we went home and had dinner. That was my pre-dinner. In-N-Out out good felt time. so- far away when I was in high school because half the shit that's developed
0: now didn't exist. So you literally yes. Pellendale did not go all the way through like it does now. Like it stopped at Dale. It also so it was that was super inconvenient. Yes. And Modesto. Yes. And it was super inconvenient to get to it from mm-hmm. like buyer because you had to go like up and around or down and around because Pellendale didn't go all the way through. And yep. so like when I dropped my child off there after something, I don't know, some high school 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 shit it's packed with high school kids so I text my two best friends from high school and I was like you guys in and out where all the kids hang out now and they're like what and I was like yeah like I mean I felt like we didn't have a lot of shit growing up but at least we had fucking nine two seven which is a whole other conversation and tees and greens which is a whole other conversation but I and like we had like it wasn't like a ton of kid friendly stuff. <laughs> Our parents only knew what happened at Teas and Greens. It but it's still like we weren't hopping in the car to go cruise in and out.
1: Right after high school when I was working at Hollister at the mall. Well, it's right. In there. and out. In and out was the closers. After spot because nothing was open at like eleven or midnight except no, and in and out. Like and none two. of us were or not everybody was old enough to go out to drink. Most mm-hmm. of us were still nineteen or twenty, like or eighteen even. Like we weren't quite old enough to drink, but we yeah. were out of high school. So we're just in the awkward that weird,
0: awkward in between. Yeah.
1: And yeah, and like what are you gonna do at eleven PM on like a Thursday or Friday? It was like, well, you all are also on the same schedule as me of going to bed super late. So let's go to In-N-Out. And so you would go to In-N-Out and that's where like, yeah, that was the hangout spot. So like, I get that it kind of turned into like a high school spot. Cause definitely like in 20 years old, we were doing that. News to me. But I also, I also lived in, like I lived in Salida. So for me, the Pellendel in and out was that was as close as Taco Bell for me. I was yeah. like, yeah, this. You want McDonald's? Heck no. We're gonna go across the way for In and Out. Like, yeah, I noticed, go over the it was,
0: it was a hike, and yeah. now it's like just hop on Pelindale real quick and get there real fast. Yeah, <laughs> the shit is that. Why do I still live here?
1: <laughs> How is it that I can st- like I had In and Out for dinner? And I still am like, man. The more we talk about it, I could have another double double right now.
0: Fuck yeah, because that shit's hella good. I'm always it's like, like, can uh, I get it's an animal? Addicting. Style? with raw onion they're like you want both onion yeah did i stutter i did not stutter animal style
1: with raw onion no tomatoes
0: thank anyone you. who's
1: out of state listening to this is getting so annoyed by this conversation <laughs> shut the fuck up about in and out they're like in and out is not that good it's all about insert lame burger place here <laughs> five guys hard as in as people in texas are trying to get in and out out people like <laughs> all of them there's, there's in and out in texas there is it's in dallas i yeah. passed by it yeah they go as far as texas there's
0: one just just north of the oregon border i remember when they went up oh. i remember they went
1: they, they got they one in colorado went,
0: i remember when they finally went like hell in northern california for the first time like ever and like it was a big deal i'm not that old like i really shouldn't remember <laughs> this shit like it's like so long okay
1: ago. but we just need to establish that in and out is very popular so the yes. fact that it's ex- or like it's very popular for california specific so the fact and that it's expanding out and is a big deal because it was a so pal
0: yeah. thing for the longest time like when we got our in and out it was a big deal because oh my god they're finally like this far north my was like not that far north <laughs> yeah but um when i was in arizona for my friend from high school and when i was in her wedding I got so drunk at her reception. The next day, we went and got in and out, and I was like, "Oh, I just love that you live near in and out, and we're in Arizona right now."
1: Oh, there's every time my cousin comes in from Louisiana. The first stop we make is that in and out. -Out. It doesn't matter what time she comes in. Most of the time, she'll take the latest flight, so she's at like it's like eleven or twelve that we're driving home, and it's like it doesn't matter. I don't care if I've been awake all day. I don't care if there's a two hour time change. Give me my in and out. She could Give be like In-N-Out. sleeping and still like trying eat to get it. in and out. Just part of the deal. I love that. Anyway,
0: well, as I said, I was 20 and pregnant when Mean Girls released, and I spent a good portion of 2004 in the movie theater crying because one, emotions, and two, 20 pregnant and alone wasn't exactly ideal, especially since all my friends had moved in life and I was just pretty much jealous all the time. But what Mean Girls did do was remind me that I was lucky to have a solid girl group of friends that I still talk to today. Christina, do you have any final thoughts
1: on the so. actual topic of mean girls? <laughs> now I'm just thinking about in and out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I got all my clothes out. Okay. For now. I'm yeah. sure I'll think Who's I'm gonna think of some Oh yeah, you said that. Is the best. I mean, I Katty can't You can't get mad at the fact that Catty Hair and her name's <laughs> is so funny. It's Lindsay so Lohan funny. was the early 2000s darling. She was. She, uh, I mean, from Parent Trap on, she really nailed it. Parent Trap, 1995. That's not true. 98.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I said 95 it was you said 1998. It so
1: confidently, though. Mm,
0: say it with authority and people will believe you. <laughs>
1: And then you turned around and told yourself, no, you're wrong.
0: Right. I was thinking because she was 11 in the film. And I remember thinking when I was 11 that I wasn't 11 when it came out. I do love that she's a redhead playing (coughs) the twins in Parent Trap because in the original, Maureen O'Hara plays the mom and she's a redhead. So I thought that was kind of like, I don't know if that was on purpose, but I thought it was cute. I didn't
1: know that.
0: All right, Christina, listen, we kind of get some stuff done and then we don't, like, here's the topic and then we just derail. We're really good at that, aren't we? We're good at that. So, you know, that's okay because some of the other episodes this season are going to get real intense. So enjoy this fluff and stuff now, listeners.
1: (laughs) The fluff and stuff. Enjoy the nice, silly stuff for now before it gets worldy. I just feel like it's always fun when you stop by. So, can It's you- a good time. It is a good time. For a good time. <laughs> For a good time. We're not going to go there. We need gonna to keep we up. We're going we to
0: keep derailing. Can you- it's nighttime. <laughs> I know. Can you remind everyone where they can find you if they want to keep up with you online?
1: You can follow me at Christina underscore K underscore creations. That's like the letter find. K. Uh, it's K A Y. K A Y. So
0: Christina underscore K A Y
1: underscore Creations. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. I always forget my middle name is not just a letter. A letter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the O okay K without the O.
1: Yeah. Actually, I should doesn't say work that.
0: So many, but so many people just do O O-K K and don't do O K A Y. Which I'm just like, how old are we? Anyway, as always, you can find us in between episodes on Instagram at pop culture makes me jealous. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe to the show, like it and leave a review wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thanks for tuning in y'all.